Hi friend, welcome. My name is Sarah. I'm the founder of Chansey Charm. We're a destination wedding planning company with planners located across the U.S. and in Europe. And today I am so incredibly honored that you're either listening to my podcast, watching my YouTube video, or reading my blog post about how to basically find work-life balance with a child. Either you already have a kid, you have one on the way, uh, you're trying to grow your family, you're thinking about that. This can be a really stressful, emotional topic for most planners because we really want that freedom and flexibility to start our family, grow our family, be the mom we want to be, but we also love our career. We love our business. How do we make those two work together? So I'm going to give a couple of tips and tricks and share my experience as well. And I hope this is an encouragement to you. My number one tip from having my first child and also having and continuing to grow Chancy Charm as I was pregnant and had him and all those things is to figure out like you basically can make a list of all the things you're doing and then you figure out what only you can do and you give the rest away. I know this might sound scary. <laughs> it might feel financially overwhelming, but what I experienced um, personally in the last 12 years, I've had a child for nine, is that when I handed things over to other people who were experts at social media, experts at bookkeeping, experts at marketing, da 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 da, Chancy Charm continued to actually grow and just do amazing things even when I was on bed rest, even when I was giving birth, we were pumping out weddings, things were growing, going, rolling. And wow, what a blessing that when I was ready to come back to planning, it was there and waiting on me. So that is my number one tip is what make a list of all the things you're doing and the things that you can hand off to someone else, especially if you're expecting. I'm literally having a baby in a month and I am pushing things off to other finding team members who are really great at design. I'm going to have them do some vision boards and I have other people on my team who are really great at collecting reviews and scheduling blogs. I'm going to have them do that. And so I'm going into this pregnancy um, or delivery actually less stressed than I've ever been. And I attribute a lot of that to finding the right partners and passing those things off. My other tip for my first pregnancy was that I was super blessed to have an amazing planner, planner partner, actually two uh, in different cities. And the one that was in Atlanta, hilariously enough, I literally gave birth in between two Atlanta weddings. Like I gave birth on a Wednesday and there was a wedding the weekend before and the weekend after, but nothing crashed and burned. No one was upset. Clients were happy. Everything was okay because I had actually had Mary Lisa on, in on every email, every meeting. She was a really big part of planning the wedding. So the clients knew her, loved her, trusted her. And so when I went into labor, it was like, okay, you know, I paid for another planner to, um, so I missed both weddings because the first one I was really not doing super great. Um, I definitely couldn't be on my feet all day at a wedding. So I paid for someone to go help her with that wedding. And the second one, I actually, that I missed after I gave birth, um, you know, I also hired an assistant to go and help her day of, and it went off amazingly. So I was actually able to really take a break a couple of weeks before those weddings and let her just thrive and go and, and do the weddings. And um, I took 
kind of the stress of what was going on with me and my pregnancy out of the equation. And I think that the clients, you know, they were totally fine. I know that they were totally fine with her leading the charge and got no complaints, only great reviews from those clients and beautiful images. And yeah, I just, I was not um, in a, in a place to be at their wedding. And I know that there are some planners who we actually had a planner who literally gave birth like on a Wednesday. And then she was at a wedding that weekend <laughs> and she's just a rock star. Like I'm just so impressed by her. That was not me. I had a really hard time. As I said, I was, um, I was on bed rest during my pregnancy. I, uh, my son almost died when he was born. He went into NICU for a week. So things were complicated around my pregnancy and I was not able to be there at the wedding before or after my delivery. And that was okay because I had set myself up for success. So one thing to consider if you're going to do that and you're kind of far out from having the baby is to consider raising your prices a little bit because you're going to be a planning team. So someone's always going to be available. If someone's on vacation, the other person's in the office, that's really valuable to clients, kind of like an insurance policy. Hey, there's two of us. And so you're going to be able to charge a little more and that's going to allow you to pay that second planner to come alongside of you and help you. Um, you can even consider doing that too in terms of raising your prices so you have enough money to pay for a VA or other people to help you. So like I said, if you're pretty far out from delivery, these are some techniques you can use to help alleviate stress. But even if you're delivering in a month like I am, you can consider you know, bringing someone on and introducing them to the client and having that person there so that they start to feel comfortable and they start to get to know them. And again, you can take some of that stress off of you because there's nothing worse than being pregnant and so excited, but then so overwhelmed and stressed out because you don't have the help you need. So my really my biggest overarching piece of advice if you're expecting or growing your family is to start getting some really great help that you can count on to alleviate that stress and consider if you are able to raising your prices to cover those costs. Um, but again, like I said earlier, I think the crazy thing is I handed things off and then realized that my business took off more than ever because so many of the people I partnered with, they could do the things I was trying to do, I was trying to do all the things so much better than I could do them. And it helped my business grow. So just a little bit of encouragement. Um, you know, you can consider paying someone hourly. You can pay them just a lump sum for helping you with a certain wedding. That's what I did with my planning partners. I said, hey, I'm going to pay you a certain percentage of, you know, what I'm getting paid for this wedding. I'm just going to pay that to you. And so then they were kind of on call. They didn't mind being included on emails. They didn't mind showing up weekend of, during the rehearsal day of, all that kind of stuff, because they were getting paid a certain amount of money to help me with that wedding. So that was kind of a clear cut way to do that. That's, um, I used an independent contractor contract with them. And just like I said, paid them a certain percentage of the sale, the service package to help me with that wedding. That was a super easy way to do it. And also I think it was less stressful because I wasn't keeping up with their hours or thinking, oh gosh, am I going to start losing money on this wedding if they work too many hours? You know, I didn't have to worry about any of that. So that's my big advice. <laughs> if you are expecting is to take a deep breath 
and start thinking through who you can get some really quality help from and start handing things off. You will not regret it. I'm rooting for you, friend.